my fellow wedding florist friends and welcome to the Wedding Florist Social Podcast. This is the podcast for wedding florists to learn all about acing their online presence. I'm your host Vicky Laffey and as a wedding florist of over 10 years now and a certified digital marketer, I want to help you get the right clients, get more followers and never be stuck for content ideas again. Click the link in my description to get your free wedding florist guide to social media content creation today. You guys thank you my fellow florists uh, thank you so much for joining me again for another episode of wedding florist social now today's uh podcast is about um making the leap into floristry uh, i know some of you are very experienced florists already but i notice a lot of you are uh, you know a lot of my followers and on my facebook group and instagram etc um, a lot of you are in a position at the minute, uh, a very exciting and nervous one, by the way, where you kind of work a day job. You know, you're just you're just making your leap into the the, the business of floristry, really, and you you perhaps work in a day job wherever that might be, and you uh, study floristry, maybe even do it part time or as a side hustle, and you're trying to build your business up to a point that you can where you can leave your day job and go self-employed full-time. You know, you're, you're waiting for this kind of magical moment where you reach this point and, you, you know, you're looking at your diary and you can say, right, okay, I've hit that point and I'm going to hand my notice in at work as of next month and I'll have enough money to keep me going and match what I got paid in my job. Now, is that sounding familiar to anyone? Can anyone relate to that? Uh, I think... A lot of people who follow me definitely can relate to that because, I, and I see this all the time on Facebook groups as well. You know, people who are just making that leap, and um, you know, is that they're waiting for this magical moment? That seems to they seem to think is going to happen. Well, you know, I'm here today to tell you that it's it's not that simple. Um, I'm not trying to discourage you there at all, but uh, I, I just think you know, whilst. Um, I have every faith that you will absolutely get there and become the wedding florist that you want to be. It's just unlikely to happen in such a, a smooth transition, as it were. Just to give you a little bit about my background for anyone who hasn't listened before and doesn't really know me. So I made my transition into floristry um, back in 2011 Actually, I started it back in 2010. I started my training and things like that while I still worked at my job. Now, I, I went from banking, you know, the IT department of a major bank to floristry. So it was quite a leap. And I just reached a point where I desperately needed to do something else. So I started retraining, um, ran my business for six months or so whilst I was still working at my job. And I was I was lucky enough to get some some redundancy to leave with because this was in the wake of the financial crash as well. So I, I started a business uh, in the in the midst of redundancy and uh, recession, really, which a lot of people thought I was absolutely mad. But um, you know that that sort of helped me to get along. But I know an awful lot of people ha ha have this point of. Um, you know, where, where that they want to reach, where they're like, well, I, I need to, I need to build a business up, and I need to, uh, I'm going to work in this business uh, in my job, sorry, until such time as I, the business is built up, and I can leave, um, you know, the, the the job, the day job, as it were. So, um, it's kind of what I did, but I was lucky enough to get 
redundancy, but I see this an awful lot with you guys. So I wanted to do the podcast on this. Um, firstly, I would say if if you have a job, um, you're not going to be able to work on your business as much as you need to. So, you know, I just wanted to sort of make a couple of points about about this. You know, for the give you guys some who are going through this at the moment some some pointers. Um, so, if you if you have a job, you're not going to uh, you're not going to be able to work on your business as much as you need to in terms of kind of drumming it up, um, you know, drumming up new business and and working on your website and your socials and attending wedding fairs, making orders, dealing with clients, you know, all the stuff that's involved in running a business. Uh, so, so that in itself is stopping you from reaching your potential and uh, reaching that point where you have enough business to to leave that day job, or or at least it's going to slow you down. Anyway, um, there's also your mindset. You know, if if you're working uh, in in a day job. Um, whatever that might be, in my case, it was IT, then you're not going to be in the right zone that you need to be in in order to to build your business because your headspace is literally just taken up with other things. So something has to give at some point, basically. You know, you either you know, get wrong at your job because you're constantly trying to work on your business and not doing your, your work or your business uh, doesn't do as well as it should, takes a long time to get there, etc. because you're not able to physically think about wedding floristry and, and doing all the stuff that needs to be done in order to build the business to get to that level that you need to in order to leave your job. So it's very catch-22, really. Secondly, I think a lot of people, um, they kind of expect that they'll learn the same money they did in their job and they will be able to kind of make that leap without any dip in income. And I, I just don't think that's necessarily the case. It's, it's not very realistic. It takes time and effort to build this business and then build it to a level where you're, you're making good money as well. And sometimes that takes years. You know, from what I've seen, it, it just doesn't work like that, not just in my own business, but from seeing other florists go through this. Um I've seen some business owners, uh, you know, that they don't take a wage at all for the first year. You know, with weddings, there's also that delay because we book things in advance. So, you know, you perhaps get a, a deposit and then you don't get your actual money for the work till the, the next year. Um Although I suppose, you know, in, in certain ways that could be worked to our advantage because, you know, roughly sort of what level of business you can expect next year. Um and then perhaps no, you can sort of take that leap, uh, as it were. But you know, it's just it's just unlikely to to happen, and um, it, in the way that you expect anyway. And something's got to give. Uh, it takes guts to make that leap, and I know that I made that leap myself. I'm I'm not just sitting up here on a pedestal and telling you all um, what to do and making stuff up. You know, I've been there. I've done that. I've I've made this leap. Um, and I think as an employed person, uh, your, your mindset just isn't the same as a self-employed person. You, um, you know, when you when you're, when you're employed, you're, you're in the safe zone where you, well, you you just you know what you're going to get paid every month, and you, you know where you're told what to do and when to do it, and 
what the rules are and you know you're, you're given a, a pat on the back when you get things right and told off when you do stuff wrong and um all of this is very different to the world of a self-employed person where you know you you make the rules basically you decide um or you you get to decide what happens and how much you get paid and how well you're doing and um although this is a great thing but it can be very scary and unknown and a bit uncomfortable at first because uh when when you're looking around for someone to to tell you you know if you've done the right thing or not but that there isn't anyone because you are that person but you guys this is a good thing because it means that you are in control of your destiny not someone else and it can take a bit of getting used to. Um, and I think that's possibly why so many people ask on Facebook groups, what do you think of this? Or what do you think I should do about that? And, uh, you know, it's it's because you are coming from this world of employment or, you know, you, you're perhaps not used to the world of self-employment yet where, where you get to tell yourself, yes, that is good. That's what I wanted to achieve. I am proud of that design or I handled that situation with a client well, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what can we do to help you make this leap and, and what advice can I give? What can Auntie Vicky do for you? <laughs> um, I would say you know, give give yourself a, t- a set date for leaving, first of all. I think if you don't do that, you know, if you don't at least sort of aim, you know, that might be in, in a few months' time or it might be in a year's time, whatever that is for you, just set a date. Because if you don't do that, I think you will just sort of delay it. You know, you're not going to give yourself a target. You're not going to be able to say, right, let's aim for this. Let's have... I don't know, 10 weddings booked in for this time next year or, um, you know, whatever that might be. And I think if you don't have that, you're just going to delay yourself and um, pootle along until such time as you see the figures look right on a spreadsheet. And, and uh, you know, there's going to be no sort of intention to it. Um, gives Basically, it gives you a deadline to work towards. And I think a lot of us work better towards a deadline, don't we? Um, I would then also use this time to build your online presence as well. So don't wait till you've actually sort of left your job and started your business. You can be building that right now. Build that up, capture the content, post on your social media, get more bookings, build up your website as as, as well, because... Um, we cannot just rely on social media. Your website doesn't happen overnight. It's, you know, if you put uh, there today, it's um, not to sort of roll out. Um, it, it's, it's just a... It's just a strange one. It's it's it, you know yeah it it takes time so you might as well start building that up right now. The third thing was I would say use this time to become used to and comfortable with selling to people and charging correctly and you know you know while you have the financial security to make the odd mistake here and there. Um, and make the you know the undercharge people by accident or um you know because I, I don't think a lot of people feel comfortable with charging what they should immediately uh, I, I think you know there is that thing of 
um, I'm not very good yet. I'm just starting out. And and that's not necessarily the case. You know, you still need to be making that correct amount of money. You know, maybe some people don't even add the correct amount of markup or labor or anything like that. So use this time um, whilst you're still, you know, whilst you've still got this financial security of a wage coming in every month to get used to um, charging correctly and, and, and that thing of selling to people, because that can see, often feel a bit icky at first, can't it? When you when you're trying to sort of sell your services to people, um, and that would also finally just make, you can maybe even start putting some money aside to give you a bit of a buffer once you do leave as well. Um, it doesn't have to be loads. Just just it might make you feel better if you've got something set aside um, to to keep you going for for a month or two, perhaps um, while you're still building that up. So I hope this has helped you. Uh, I hope you know if you're listening to this and you're in this position where you are working a part-time job or a full-time job even, and you're doing this on the side and you're really desperately trying to build your business up, um, do get in touch. Let me know. I would love to know if that's been really useful for you. I, I hope it has. And I wish you all the luck in the world. I am sure you will get there. Um, but you have to put a bit of pressure on yourself, I think, to to, to leave and you have to um, you, you can't have both. I think, you know, I don't think you can have this, element of um financial security of a, of a you know a job every every month um as well as fulfilling your destiny as a wedding florist you know you, you just can't fulfill your potential um and grow that business as much as it should do if you're still working at a job and still thinking as a self-employed sorry still thinking as an employed person um it's it's nice to have that security, isn't it? It's a lovely security blanket when you know what you're going to get paid every month and you've got someone there to say, well done, Vicky, or whatever your name might be, um, and, and give you your workload every month and you've got set working hours and all that sort of thing. It's much easier to plan your life around that, isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, as a self-employed person, it works very differently. So I um, I wish you luck. I wish you well with your journey into wedding floristry. Um, do take advantage of my free Facebook groups and things like that. Follow me on Instagram. Join the free Facebook group. The link is in the description there. And uh, I wish you well. Do let me know how you get on and if this has been useful. Thanks so much for listening all the way to the end of Wedding Florist Social. Remember to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you want access to some free community and support, then head across to Facebook and look me up on the Worldwide Wedding Florist Community Group. I look forward to seeing you there.